finding that not robbery to call in um, on Wednesday mornings. I do truly appreciate your time. Um, I pray that you have been blessed thus far and will continue to be blessed through the 15 minutes of inspiration and prayer. As we all know that uh, the month of December has been uh, dedicated to fight for the family. Um, And I think that it's imperative that um, we fight, uh, and not necessarily a physical fight, but a a spiritual fight um, for the success of our families as this is an institution that God ordained, which is family. And as I stated on uh, the week one of December that, you know, we can choose our friends, but we can't choose our family. And some of us have been called to be Nehemiahs to our families. We have been called to bear the burden of um, rebuilding areas of our family's lives that the enemy has uh, torn down or that wants to keep us at odds with one another. And I do understand that every family dynamic is not the same, and there's some family members that you have to love from afar, and there's people that you have to, um, to learn to pray for you know, from afar and that you may not be able to reach with your words, but your time to God, uh, your prayer to God can change the lives of anyone. So this morning, um, my scripture reading will be coming again from Nehemiah, the fourth chapter, and I'm going to read verses 10 through 14, um, and I'm reading out of the New Living Translation, and it says, Then the people of Judah begin to complain. The workers are getting tired, and there is so much rubble to be moved. We will never be able to build the wall by ourselves. Meanwhile, our enemies were saying, before they know what's happening, this is what the enemy is saying, before they know, because they were, because they were complaining and, and taking their eyes off of what they needed to do, the enemy said, before they know what's happening, we will swoop down on them and kill them and end their work. Ultimately, this is what the enemy wants to do, discourage you, to stop you from working to fight for your family. Verse 12 says, the Jews who live near the enemy came and told us again and again, they will come from all directions and attack us. So this is Nehemiah. So I place armed guards behind the lowest part of the wall in the exposed areas. I station the people to stand guard by families armed with swords, spears, and bows. Then as I looked over the situation, Nehemiah called together the nobles and the rest of the people and said to them, don't be afraid of the enemy. Remember the Lord who is great and glorious and fight for your brothers, fight for your sons, fight for your daughters, fight for your wives, and fight for your homes. If I had to... um, find time to dedicate a a title for today, it would be, It's About the Strategy. So in week one, we talked about how deep is your love. Uh, Week two, we talked about the power of prayer. Uh, Last week, we talked about not being intimidated by the haters, the instigators, and the spectators. And this week, we're going to talk about the strategy. You can't allow the chatter uh, to cause you to complain and not pray. You can't allow, you, 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 you have a mandate to cover your family. You, you have a call 
on your life to be a leader to your family, and you can't allow complaints to stop you from loving. And I know it's a lot and I know it's heavy, but you have to trust that you are chosen to be a Nehemiah to your family. And so when Nehemiah realized that what he was up against was great, the greatest tool that he used was the power of prayer. So when Nehemiah went into prayer and as the enemy was plotting and planning, planting against against them, and as the enemy was even uh, speaking to those in in his family and those that were, were with him to build the wall, Nehemiah went to God in prayer. But the blessing of going to God in prayer, now I know sometimes we go to God in prayer because we just need to, um, release ourselves or we need to um, uh, to remove the burden. But also when you go to God in prayer, you got to go and ask the Lord for a strategy. There is a, a mandate that is on you. There is a, a call that is on you to fight for your family. And you can't fight this thing with the natural mind. You can't fight this thing with your natural strength. And so you got to ask the Lord to give you a strategy of how do I fight for my family. Nehemiah knew, and as he was going through, it was real, it was revealed to him through prayer, and when God released the strategy, he revealed to Nehemiah, he says, Nehemiah, there are places in the wall that the enemy could get in and to destroy the city and ultimately your family. Nehemiah was aware that there were some weak areas on the wall. The wall had some strength, but the wall also had some weaknesses. The wall today that we're talking about is your family. There is some there your family has some strengths and your family has some weaknesses. And the way the enemy keeps getting in is through the weak areas. So do you I'm, my question today is do you know the weak areas of your family? Do you know that area that the enemy gets in generation after generation? Curse after curse, he keeps plotting and planning and getting into your family to try to rob your family of its success and to rip your family of its purpose. See, there, there's some of us in our family who may have some women who are very strong, but if we look at the weak areas of our, of our family, we may see that our men may not be strong and able to lead. There's some family members who might be strong in numbers, but they might be weak in finances. They may be strong in education, but weak in marriages. They may be strong financially, but weak and but weak and and love for one another. They may be strong in church and strong in religion, but have no relationship. You got to ask the Lord to reveal to you what is in my family. What is the weak areas of my family? Do we know how to really love one another? Is it our children? Do we find our kids? Um, generation after generation getting into trouble or going to jail? Do we see in our family that there are marriages that's being attacked every single generation? Do we see in our family that we don't know how to respect one another or that the women are dominating and the men are weak? What areas of our families that the enemy keeps getting in to destroy the purpose 
of our family, and we have to go to God in prayer because sometimes we just look at it from a surface and we think that our our families um, are just not together. But, baby girl, there is an area of weakness in your family that the enemy keeps getting in generation after generation. This is how generational curses has been uh, come, has come into our families. It's because we say nothing. We allow our families to continue to complete to continue to uh, have the cycle to continue in our lives instead of saying, this is enough. I'm tired of my family dealing with molestation generation after generation. I'm tired of my family not wanting anything generation after generation. I'm tired of the enemy fighting our marriages. I'm tired of the enemy keeping us in poverty. I'm tired of the enemy keeping us with a, with a, 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 um, um, a small mindset. Whatever the weak areas of your family's life, the strategy will come through in prayer. And Nehemiah realized that I got some strong areas. And some of us, some of our families are strong in numbers. We'll show up when it's time to fight. We'll show up when it's time for a cookout. We'll show up when it's time for a gathering. But will we show up when it's time for prayer? Will we show up when somebody needs help, will we show up when there's a weak area of our family life that's being revealed? We have to identify what areas of my family. There's some families that they don't even value marriage, don't even desire marriage, and don't even desire more. And what areas of my family life is okay with not uh, uh, growing and not being successful. What areas of my family lies? And some people have a limited mindset. And so God is saying, I'm, I'm, I am instituting some Nehemiahs in this family to cause the dynamics of this family to change. What is the weak areas of your family? And you need to seek God like never before to identify what areas of my family that is weak. What areas that God, that the enemy keeps getting in? Because prayer revealed to Nehemiah the weak areas that he needed to take action in. There's some weak areas in your family that you need to take action in. There's, there's some things that you need to go to God in prayer that grandmama and great-grandmama and granddaddy endured or went through, and the cycle still continues today. You have to make up in your mind that generational curse stops here. My children will not be subject to what my mama and I and my grandmother had to go through. Today, I make a declaration Amen. that the weak areas of my life, the weak areas of my family, I will not allow what I saw and what I to be passed on to my children. What are the weak areas of my family? Because that's how the enemy keeps getting in. That's why we can't get on one accord. That's why our families can't be successful like God ordained. Yes, we might be strong in some areas, but the enemy keeps getting in in the weak areas. Yeah, we might look the part. Yeah, we might fit the part on social media, but deep down inside, we don't love one another. Deep down inside, that's a weak area that keeps getting into our children, and we're wondering why our children are acting like this. Well, maybe it's a curse that continues to be passed down because we're so focused on the strong areas that we omit the weak areas. What weak areas of my family that I have or, or, that I have allowed myself to ignore, that I have allowed myself to not address, to not to 
declaration, whatever the weak areas are. Uh, if it's keeping secrets, I break it today. If, if it's things that I know that my family is going through and we act as if it does not exist, I, I break it today. Whatever the weak areas of my family's life and whatever I have to do as a Nehemiah to help my family to grow and to help my family walk in fruition, to help my family to prosper, to help my family to be successful, whatever the strategy is, God will reveal to me. He says that before you can take action, you got to acknowledge whatever that weak area is. Father, let us, let us pray. Father, it's in the name of Jesus. We thank you, God, in this week of a holiday that is approaching God the birth of our of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and we thank you on today. Oh God, we thank you, God, that you sent your Son in a in a world such as this. We thank you, Lord God, that the blood, oh God, will heal and the blood will cleanse all things, God. And we ask today, God, first that you would forgive us, forgive us of every sin. Forgive us of the times, just like those people in Judah who were complaining and worrying about the enemy. Forgive us every time we doubted and took our minds and our hearts off of you when we know that we're called to be Nehemiahs. Today, God, we repent for every time we allow their actions to throw us off or when we see, feel that they're not getting it and we throw in the towel. Today, God, we pick the towel back up. Today, God, we stand and proxy for our families. And we acknowledge, God, as we go in prayer, God, we ask that you would give us strategy, God, and reveal to us the weak areas of our family. Oh, God, we thank you for the strong areas. We thank you for the strength of we thank you, God. Some of us are strong in numbers. Some of us are strong in support, God, in the name of Jesus. But, God, there's some areas in our families, God, that the enemy keeps getting in, in the name of Jesus. Help us, God, to acknowledge what those weak areas are, God, in the name of Jesus. And help us to pray on those areas. God, we thank you on today, God, that we will not we will not dress it up. We will not cover it up. We're not connected to an image, God. We are connected to the power because, God, we want our families to be healed. We want our families to be blessed. We want our families to prosper in the name of Jesus. We break generational curses off of these, your families that are on the line this morning. We break poverty off of our families. We break, oh, God, marriages, uh, divorce. Voices, God, in the name of Jesus, off of our family. We break uh, 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 molestation, God, and rape, uh, oh, God, and incest, God, in the name of Jesus, off of our families, God, in the name of Jesus. We break, God, division between mothers and daughters and fathers and sons, uh, in the name of Jesus. We break the spirit of control, God, in the name of Jesus, when those in our family want to control everybody, God. In the name of, we break the curse over our families today. We break our children. Oh God, settling and don't wanna, don't wanna want more in life and wanna rather be on the street corner and don't know their value and don't know their worth. We break it on today. Girls who wanna sell their bodies and put their bodies before putting the value of themselves. God, we break it today. God, today, God, we break it and we stand as a Nehemiah. God, with a repentant heart to say, God, whatever the weak areas of my family's life, God, reveal it to me so that I can go in prayer. Oh, God, today, God, we stand today that we're going to break the chains and break the curse over 
what you have given to each and every one of us. Even though, God, sometimes we think we're in the wrong family, and sometimes we want to train our families in, but today we no longer complain. Today you gave me this family for a purpose, and if it's for me to learn how to pray, and if it's for me to learn how to intercede, and if it's for me to break a generational curse, I stand today, God, trusting your word. God, it's not for me to fix it, but it's for me to pray. It's not for me to tell them what to do, but it's for me to pray. And help me, Lord God, that when you tell me what to do, that I will follow through. I thank you on today for everything that you have done and all that you will do in the lives of these, your people that is on this line. Thank you, Father, for everything. We give you glory, we give you honor, and we give you all praise. It is in Jesus' name we pray. Hallelujah and amen. Hallelujah and amen. Amen. Thank you all so very much for calling in on this morning. I pray that you have been encouraged through the world. Um, I pray that you realize that you go in prayer periodically or however the Lord puts it on your heart, that you pray for your family. Because a lot of times our families are not what we desire them to be because there's a weak area in our lives that the enemy keeps getting in. And if it's division between grandmama and mama, then it's going to be passed on to mama and daughter and then daughter and granddaughter. We've got to break these curses. We've got we to gotta realize the weak areas of our lives and not allow this to continue. We have to take a stand as Nehemiah and realize what we need to do. And on next week, Wednesday, we will discover what Nehemiah does when he acknowledges and sees the weak areas. We will see what Nehemiah does to, to combat the weak areas of the wall. I pray you are blessed. Um, I want to wish each and every one of you a Merry Christmas. Enjoy your families. Enjoy them as much as you can. <laughs> for some of you, as much as you can. Don't let you do it. Pray for them. <laughs> love them. Some of them you got love from afar. But I pray for your families. Intercede for your families. Enjoy this time. I know we're in a season of uh, COVID and we can't fellowship like we would like. So, I mean, rather than just picking up a phone and giving them a call or video chatting, whatever, share the love with your family. Thank you so very, very, very much. I appreciate each and every one of you. Um, last thing before I get off, I know I try to be off uh, quickly, but I do want to um, encourage you that um, for those of you, I know some of you are last-minute shopping, so if you are and you are looking for something to sew, you know, some of us have weak areas of our lives, and some of us need to sew in some areas. And, and I'm not using this platform to push me or push nothing that I'm on, but we have a war conference that's coming in January. And due to COVID, of course, we're taking in proper precautions. So there is a war conference that you can view virtually. It's only $10. You can view from the comfort of your home or wherever you are. There are tools that will be given out that will help you deal with a complex situation of your family or the weak areas of your family. I can't encourage this enough. I know the women of God that are standing on that platform, and I know that they're coming with a life-changing word and some tools that you will need. If you're interested, if you can just reach out to me and let me know, um, I'll give you the information that you can get. But this would be an ideal gift um, to sow into the lives of others, $10. $10 and you can change your whole family or change somebody's life, change one person's life. And, one, and if you do one, one can do a thousand. 
two can do 10,000. So you don't know what can happen by you showing and taking an action into whatever um, God is leading you. But anyway, God bless each and every one of you. Thank you so much. I hate that I held you over uh, longer than I anticipated. But God bless each and every one of you. Continue to fight for your family. Have an amazing day. You too. All right. Mm-hmm.